We got a fast break, line up this bound to shake your spines up. Reflect the light on the latest in sports, keep your blinds up. Hilarious swag is what you get in transition, like the truth when your man spitting. Man, listen, feels your man on the wing, mostly known for shots fired. On the other end, he'll lock you down like you got priors. PMO be the one setting the pitch, back you down with the bigger picture. Words of the Holy Scripture, need a fifth to stir the pot and add to the mixture. It's franchise, baby, pick it up. Yo, we need a fifth. We can get this mother loving show. Welcome world, this is We Need the Fifth, this is your man Mo, got my man P with me. What up? Got my man Hill in the building. Coming in hot, arguing off air, let's do it. Hey, WNBA, I told y'all fellas, I told y'all, I told y'all they balling out there. Went to Chicago for game three, and oof, Candace Parker. Kalia Effin Copper Copper and Vandersloot showed out and showed up. They beat the bricks off the Phoenix Mercury. They beat them like they stole something. I think it was the highest deficit in a postseason game in the WNBA. They beat them by 36 38. Allowed the Phoenix Mercury to only score 50 points for the total game. Many people thought that Diana Taurasi should have been suspended for this game. For those people, I'm telling you, ball don't lie. It was like she wasn't there. She only had five points. Fellas, please tell me, please tell me. Y'all got to see this game, man. This game was, come on. Fellas. Again. Do you want me to tell you that I watched the game? Or do you want me to tell you the truth? America, see what I'm dealing with, man? Take your pick. <laughs> if you would have told me he beat him by 36, prior to watching the WNBA, I thought they would score 36 together. <laughs> hey, someone got beat by 36? Oh, Lord. Oh, gosh, yeah. Again, though, my prediction is looking good. Though. Like I, heathens over I here, had the man. Chicago Sky win it all, so, you know. Yeah, no, it's all too serious, though. We, we said it had that, like, 91 feel mm-hmm. with Jordan and the Lakers. It seemed like the old guard is being pushed out. Nostalgia with the, uh, the Tarasi. And- yeah. Um, again, one of these teams has Candace Parker. Yeah. That's, and- that's, that's what I went with. I'm not even going to sit here and lie. I'm a casual when it comes to this. But one of them had Candace Parker, has Candace Parker. And that's what and, I went with. And even with that being said, like we talked off the air, I think if we were to take a poll, a straw poll of who would get the MVP on the Chicago Sky, I think Candace would be third. I think you would have to put Vandersloot up there at number one. The Shields. And um, got the Shields on there. Kalia Copper. Number second. one. Right? Yeah. Got Copper number one as the MVP? No, nah, actually, I would have Vandersloot. Vandersloot? Yeah. Um, their point guard, triple double. She's been. Setting the table real nice for Copper, um, Copper, and Parker. She's been the, one of the driving forces, I would say. She also had one of the triple doubles in this series. So, yeah, I think I would give it give it to to Vandersloot at this point. Copper's number stand out. Yeah, it, it, she would be a close second. It, it, it's it's not like Vandersloot is running away with it. It, it. They're they're neck and neck. Like Copper is right on her, her her neck, breathing down her throat. You know. Um. But I think Vandersloot has done enough as a point guard, and it's really showing. Ghost Twin Towers are bringing it though. I mean, I saw a little bit of it, maybe four minutes of the entire game. Mm. Indictment. But both sides though, you get Copper and Parker. Giving you numbers offensive wise and locking locking it down. Like BG was held to sixteen and three. I mean the board worked three. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing for Phoenix. BG has to be dominant. I I think we mentioned last show, she's the, besides um Copper, she's the only other player that's averaging double figures mm-hmm. through the entire playoffs. And she, I don't think Phoenix can win at all without her being dominant. I think they can survive Tarazi not being on top of her game, but they need BG to be dominant. Um, Skylar Diggins. Paige and Skylar Diggins. Paige. She's been missing in action during this series. Um, and, and, it, and it's unfortunate because I thought 
she had a pretty good series against the Aces. And she was part of the reason why they were able to move on to the finals. But she's only had one good game in this finals. And that happened to be the one game that they won. But so you make your money, though. Yeah. And, and this is what I thought she was hungry for. And, and if you had asked me before the finals, hey, which players do I expect to show up? Her name will definitely would have been on that list. But thus far, she's only shown up to one game. Diana Tarazi is doing her valiant effort, but she's hobbled. She's mm-hmm. on a broken wheel. Her, uh, I believe she's still having issues with her back. So you definitely need a Brittany Griner to remain dominant, remain aggressive. She can't score less than 20 points. She has to have, she has to be averaging 20 and 10 at this point in order for them to have a shot to remain to be competitive. competitive. If they want to actually win, I think she has to be creeping on the 30 points, 30 and 10, but she can't have three rebounds. That's just unacceptable. I, now I picked the Mercury. You guys picked the Sky. With that, that's on record. They make it out of Chicago. I don't think so. If I paid attention to the numbers, the numbers would tell me yes, they would. Because Candace Parker, she's been in this position four other times, and she's zero and four in closeout games and in a game four. Also. I wouldn't bet on Diana Taurasi having another five-point game. I wouldn't bet on Brittany Griner being held to single-digit rebound. But I think there's just the energy in Chicago right now. And I think between Vandersloot and Copper and Candace, actually, you can see she's hungry to win it at home. You know, and it means something different than, hey, being at home in L.A., as opposed to being at home in my hometown of Chicago. And I think that's going to push that team to, to drive for that. Because um, mm. I don't know if they win a game five. Mm. If um, Diana Taurasi comes back into form, Skylar Diggins shows up, BG decides to, to be, still be dominant. I'm going to say Chicago closes it out today. <sighs> Which is... Makes my uh, premonition pretty bad. Uh, it should be a little worse, actually, if the WNBA actually held some ground on DT. Mm. I mean, we glanced over it. DT shouldn't have played last game. Yeah. They make it right. DC, DT probably shouldn't play this game if they right there wrong. Touching a referee is touching a referee. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I think at this point, it's too late to put that genie back in the bottle. But I think that is something that they have to look at. You issue a post fine, a stiff one. They already fined her 2,500. That's half a salary. Yeah? <laughs> nah, D- DT is one of the few players in the WNBA getting paid. Couple of things, man. She she's up there. Um, uh, <laughs> she's not like the regular player. Little cheap shot in any quality pay with we'll WNBA. Have to check the inbox on the, all the uh, emails on that one. And, uh, we need a fifth at gmail.com. Hey, but um, put, Ky- put Kyle in the, in the subject. That, 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 but but, but not he brings up a good just inequality of pay of WNBA. Yeah, and, and he brings up a good thing as far as inequality of pay. Good save. Um, good save. Also. <laughs> inequality of pay and also it tr- trickles down to other things that happen in the WNBA that doesn't happen in the NBA like the previous series some players had to fly back home some players had to take the bus you know what I mean and it's like that's one of the things that I believe the New York Liberty owner is trying to uh, rectify in the sense that he's trying to get them a sponsor so that at least for the postseason every team can have chartered flights. There was an issue, I believe, in the first round with chartered flights and stuff like that. And because the WNBA takes the stance of if one one team can't do it, no teams are doing it. Mm. So if one team can't afford to charter a plane for their team, then none of the teams are allowed to Oh, do interesting. That. interesting. I didn't know that. So it's a thing of 
I heard one sportscaster was saying, I think it was on ESPN, where, hey, part of the requirements to own a WNBA team should be you can afford to charter a plane, mm. <laughs> you know, and you can afford to allow your team to travel together and not have to worry about, you know, who's booking what flight or how people are getting there and stuff like that. That should be one of the requirements for being an owner of the WNBA. Mm. So it's something for the WNBA to look at all the way around. I think the refereeing in this series has been bad to atrocious. I think the stance that they took with Diana Taurasi and not suspending her was a mistake. I think it, it brings into question the competitive integrity of the league and what they're willing to do to put certain players in front of audiences. And those are optics or those are stories that I don't think the WNBA wants to have, mm -hmm. you know, or wants podcasts like us talking about. Mm -hmm. And um, they need to clean that up quick, fast, and in a hurry. Especially with, you know, casual viewership. That's usually, we have two of the three players here Two to three podcasters here that are saying that nah, we pretty much logged in maybe four minutes total on it, if that. So if they're gonna if they're gonna continue with that stance, then we got to try to grab us and and then clean up some of those little subtleties. Just the optics that you were saying, it, it doesn't rain yeah. well for them. And, and I think, book especially now when the product that they're putting on the floor is. It's you can see the product they're achieving a level of excellence that mm -hmm. they didn't have five, ten years ago. Mm -hmm. And that's actually being shown in these games that are being played. So you don't want to give any little doubt as to the competitive integrity mm -hmm. of the game. And I think with little issues like that, that integrity comes into question. And for the casual fans, that might be enough to turn them off. Mm -hmm. You know, especially if you're a Chicago Sky fan. But like I said, Chicago Sky fans, nothing to worry about. Bold or why? Miss Tarazi didn't show up for game three. Hmm. Thus, the beatdown. Come on, so. Merc. Come on, Mercury. Let's bring it back. <laughs> you still got them, man? Yeah, no, I'm going to stick with them. BG, I trust. <laughs> hey, guys. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Let us know what you think. Or email us at weneedafifth at gmail.com. Fellas, we're in week five of the NFL season at this point. One of the questions I had is, what's going on with the Chiefs? What's happening with the Chiefs? They're going to be playing today, hopefully, to get to 500. Has the era ended already for Patrick Mahomes? Hmm. Too soon. Too reactionary. I mean, it's 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 been a tough season. It's been a tough start to the season. No one's going to argue that. But um, you know, they ran into a, a very good Buffalo team. Um, so the Chiefs. So the Chiefs. I think they can right the ship. Have you seen their defense, P? Oh yeah. But, you know, it, this is a league that they don't care about defense, really. I know, I know they have to get better, but I've seen their offense. That's why I have confidence in them. And, and I guess that's part of the reason why I'm bringing this up is because... Week six, too. Yeah, week six. Yeah, week six. Um, one of the reasons why I'm bringing it up is because the way teams have been playing them as of late, their offense hasn't been a factor. You know, teams don't worry about, hey, whether or not I can win a shootout with the Chiefs at this point. And I think because the Chiefs can't stop a nosebleed at this point, they're always in trouble with any team that has a somewhat good or mediocre offense. And it kind of negates what Patrick Mahomes was able to bring to the Chiefs. I think it actually stops him from being able to be Patrick, the Patrick Mahomes that we know as the dominant. Because now teams can play a little bit more cautiously against their offense and say, hey, you know what? Let, let me give you the five-yard drop-off. 
and let's make this your touchdown run last 10, 12, 13 plays instead of, hey, we're used to the Chiefs being able to get on the field and within five to 10 plays, they've already scored. You know, that's not happening anymore, guys. For, well, for one, if it does come to a shootout, they have the right guy. Okay. Patty Mahomes can't light it up. For defensives, yeah, we can attack that different ways. For defenses, they can pin their, their ears back, as they say, and just go at them now. Can blitz, have the guys, you know, stay back deep. Mm-hmm. Clyde Edwards, hilarious. He was minimal on his production anyway. Now he has a light MCL, so pretty much they have no running game. Mm-hmm. So their screens to Tyreek Hill, <coughs> excuse me, which in turn is going to be their new running game, can be actually anticipated. Mm-hmm. So what they have to do now is pretty much take what's underneath quite a bit, mm-hmm. which I know Patty hates because he's that electrifying quarterback. And then it's similar to what Brady does. Underneath, 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 gets you frustrated enough to the point where, boom, I can hit you over the top. But Patty, like I said, is just so much for that big play. He does. I don't know if he has that patience and experience as... Grady to say, I'll take what you're giving me because I am that type of 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 entertainment guy. And, and honestly, Hill, I think he does have that patience. Then it I should be fine. I, I I think honestly, and that's where my concern is because I've seen that patient this year, and he's taking what the defenses are giving him. It's just like I said, the defense. Oh no, it's no it, but it's no answer to you. You're in a shootout then because your defense. Like you said, can't stop a nosebleed, so he's going to have to be able to put up sevens, which he usually did, and those occasional threes he can't have. Yeah, and and I think what's happening now, the way teams are playing them, is that, like I said, in the past, like two years ago, hey, he was able to put up numbers relatively quick, where, hey, five to ten plays, you knew the Chiefs were going to be scored. Now that's turned into, all right, ten to fifteen plays to score seven. And I think that works against Mahomes in that in that situation, especially with a bad defense that can't stop anything. Mm. Because it allows the other team's offense to get rested up and mm-hmm. recuperated and all that stuff like that. And also, if you have the other team, if they do have a running game, they're able to muck it up and mm-hmm. um, keep the ball away from Patty Mahomes. All right, we've been arguing about how Enemy deserves mm-hmm. a head coaching job. Yeah. At what time do you say Spags deserves to be fired? Everybody's been preaching Enemy, 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 which I agree. Enemy mm-hmm. is clearly a head coach potential. Mm-hmm. Steve Spagnola, that whole Giants thing that he did, okay, great then. Mm-hmm. Spags stinks. Yeah. As much praise as they're giving Eric Enemy, I think they should be giving... Spagnola and, and and Andy Reid as a whole. I mean, it's just, just typical of an Andy Reid team. But Spagnola needs to be working a stopping shop next week. I mean, this defense is terrible. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's no argument. Like, yeah, the defense is horrible. You're the defense coordinator. Yeah. Hello. And, <laughs> Hello. And they something. And if we want to really be honest, they haven't been good in a while. You know, it, it's not like this is just it, the first. I mean, but they're worst. You know what I mean? They're going, yeah. they're going the wrong way. They've yeah, never so, been good. <laughs> yeah. They're just, they're, they're, yeah. they're declining. Yeah. So, yeah. We talk about Patrick Mahomes and his, his issues with, with the defense and stuff like that. Let's take it to the other coast. Lamar Jackson. He's looking like he can take the Baltimore Ravens to the next level. And the next level for Lamar Jackson has always been, hey, getting a playoff win and getting to the Super Bowl. Do we think that this is his year? This is the year that he can make that happen, especially what's what what happening in, in Kansas City with Patrick, you know, um, where they're not looking as dominant as shoot. At this point, they're not even a playoff team. Well, teams go in thinking that. Well, they, they had a record last week for consecutive 100-yard rushing games. 
Mm-hmm. Teams are going in saying we're going to stop the run mm-hmm. with Lamar and and their focus. Lamar is beating them with their arm. Lamar is just becoming that total weapon. Yeah. So now it's time to respect everything about Lamar Jackson. 442 yards in the last game. Mo- eight, completed 85% of his passes. Most pa- most completions for a 400-yard game. If he's in, putting in down those type of numbers, we're talking about Weapon X. And that's what that's what look. I mean, because you got downtown, you got you got Brown wide receiver, and you got Andrews is tight end. He has some weapons, and with himself being a weapon, I mean, he's definitely a candidate for one for MVP. Definitely a candidate to come out and represent the AFC. I I definitely believe that. Are you a wizard? Because I was just about to ask you guys that. Um, <laughs> is he is he the leading candidate for MVP at this point in the a- season? AFC. I don't know about leading. He's uh, in the mix. He's, yeah, he's right there. But okay. um, I would definitely throw Josh Allen in the mix, obviously. Definitely. I don't think breaking news. We got Herbert. Yeah, uh, Herbert. So it's a lot of young quarterbacks. We, uh, we actually have, let me see, we have a caller calling in. Let's see if I can get him on Oh, the we got line. a guest? Yeah, you know, we do that sometime, time to time. Yo. Yo, we got PB from Brooklyn on the line. Um, you know, he's going to tell us his opinions. We, you know, we went over Patrick Mahomes, uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, what do you think about this this influx of new quarterbacks in the league? Uh, that kid in San Diego is pretty good, in my opinion. But Justin Herbert. That's 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 what I'm watching right now, actually. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> who, who who they got tonight? What? Who they got right now? Who they're playing? San Diego, Baltimore. Or Los Angeles. Oh, now they're playing um, the Ravens. Wow. They're getting their head kicked in right now, actually. That's but, what I like to hear. Can I get a score update? Uh, 14, well, 13 zip. Okay. They're about to kick the extra point. So the question is, can, do you think Lamar can take the Ravens to the Super Bowl this year? Especially with Kansas City having the issues that they're having on defense. And, um... Yeah. Right now, the Kansas City's not even in the playoffs if if we stop the season right now. So, considering that, is this Lamar's year to take the Ravens to the Super Bowl again? I think I think this is the best chance because uh, I've seen the Raiders as a threat that just fell out with mm. that coach. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Chiefs got a lot of injuries. Buffalo too, though I don't know. Buffalo looks serious. Yeah, we about to find out because Baltimore's playing San Diego. Well, the Chargers. Yeah. What are they? L.A. <laughs> yeah, L.A. I, 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 I made that slip yeah, up yeah. too. Like two seconds in, I made that mistake. Speaking yeah. to an old school aficionado here, then yeah. I got some, got some uh, knowledge. A, a, a PB from Brooklyn, but a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. If if I, if I hey, 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 are, are you now, still a fan? This this, this this is really, 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 really not. Supposed to be on air. <laughs> oh, are, are you still a Steelers fan right now? Listen, listen. I, I, it's kind of tough for you guys right now. Oh. I took, I took my Steelers memorabilia, <laughs> and I, 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 I destroyed it. I destroyed it, and I, in in public, <laughs> it was a public showing. So you know, I I, I denounced I denounced that I'm Kansas City man. So 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 speaking of teams that you're written off, so it's hold on, wait a minute, whoa whoa whoa, character called into question themes. That's that's an S, brother. <laughs> that's an S. The team, the team, the team. Yeah, the team. <laughs> Continue. The so team. What about? The Kansas City Chiefs. Is it over? Yeah, that's what I mean. Can they can they turn it around? Oh no! Wait, 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 wait. We only we only really lost one game, and that when the reason I say that is because got beat from head to toe. But uh, Baltimore, that was a that was a turnover. That was a fumble. That was Clyde Edwards Hilaire's first fumble in the fourth quarter. Like we got the rock. About to kick it, ball game. Then um, he did the same thing Baker did when, when, when we beat them. Got tripped up, making a weak throw. 
You're not making excuses for Kansas bad City at bro. this point. One, he should have just either ate or threw, uh, threw out of bounds. Uh, you're not making excuses for Kansas City now. Are we talking to a Pittsburgh Chiefs slash fan or are you a Pittsburgh fan? Which, I mean, which one are we? Because you've seen Kansas City's defense, right? You know they're. What defense? <laughs> exactly, my man. They're last in the league right now. Yeah. Patty Mahomes can't overcome that. Ah, I think so, man. And I think so. Listen, I they mean, got the pieces on offense. If the de- yo, the defense only got to make like, like they like can't two though. Stops. They, they can't though. That that's the problem. They can't. They can't. Yeah, they're li- literally last in the league. They're, they're, they're looking like. They- oh wait, and look, there's another thing that, that happens a lot too. Like he catch. I mean, excuse me. He'll throw it to Tyreek Hill, and uh, it'll bounce off his hands and go, you know, right to the next team, whatever team we're playing, because it happened like four times already. That just happened just now. Washington in the red zone. I'm talking about red zone touchdowns opportunity. Like the the last year, what he had. Um, how many interceptions? Yeah, six. Yeah, all of all of last year, (laughs) all of last year. He had six already. Yeah, personally, my only listen interceptions. I gotta call these interception fumbles, man. Like if if it's a catchable pass. I'm not saying that it's too hot or nothing. But my whole thing. Well, Kansas City is the whole, they can't guard a statue. The shout out Bart Scott, they can't stop a nosebleed. Like, I'm not that concerned about the offense. The drop passes, I, I, I got you. I understand the turnovers, but that defense has to at least be like mi- middle of the road, at least. Give me. Yeah, and I'm surprised we're hearing this much support from a Pittsburgh Chiefs fan. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> and, and especially oh. when Pittsburgh used to hang their hat on defense, and that's the way they Listen, wanted to. This is a new chips. era. This is the thing, right? See, once once they let go of Antonio Brown, they didn't want to give him no bread, and they didn't want to give Le'Veon Bell no bread. Mm. But you keep a Big Ben around, like. I mean, he won. He won y'all a, a Super Bowl, right? He didn't get no MVPs in none of them Super Bowls. Yeah. He ain't win I mean, that that Arizona. But the first one Arizona, he the first he, one is the he, he had the game with a drive. But look, look, we had to lead the whole game. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to get technical, we had to lead the whole game and had to come back uh, for a last minute drive. Nah, nah, he was just like managing shit, and when he started swinging. <laughs> He wasn't when when he started slinging. He wasn't like that, as you can see, because we ain't never get back. Hey, Le'Veon Bell didn't get back either. You know, Antoine Antonio Brown had to go go play with Tom Brady to go to get back. It should never broke up that team, though. No, yeah. That was yeah. That like, was actually my go-to team in Madden. That was unstoppable. Antonio sure Brown, Le'Veon Bell, pick your poison. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, one yeah, of the, one of the best hesitation runners I've ever seen, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Mm. Who you got for MVP so far this season, man? I know we only six games in. Allen. Oh, Josh Allen. Good pick. Okay. Without even thinking about it, right? Good pick. Good pick. Without thinking of, and I wasn't like a fan, but I'm, I started watching him pl- really play this season. Like, dude is good. <laughs> like, dude is mobile, got a cannon of an arm, and like, and he, scary thing, he's you know he still has more to learn when he really starts to be able to decipher dude, mm-hmm. the defenses. Mm-hmm. Good luck, man. Young Aaron Rodgers. He looking better than Mahomes, boy. I think yeah. uh, maybe young Cam Newton. I mean, really, he has Roger's skill set, but I think mm-hmm. he might have a better arm. I mean, he's bigger than Aaron, too. Yeah, it's just that Roger's could, you know, he could read the defense better, obviously, because he's been in the league longer, but... I like his accuracy more than Cam. Cam had a strong arm. Cam had one of the strongest arms ever. Yeah. yeah. But Josh Allen, Josh has a cannon, yeah. too, though, but yeah. nothing like... Yeah, if Cam accuracy was, like, pretty much the only problem. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. Damn near a perfect quarterback. Who y'all got for MVPs of the season so far? Yeah. Uh, AFC or no, and, and, AFC. the whole thing. I, I still go Josh Allen for what I've seen. It's early, like you said, but mm. I don't know. For now, it's between him and whatever that guy in Tampa is doing. Uh, see, I, I would 
say Lamar. Lamar Jackson's Jackson in there too, though. Yeah, I, he's I in the mix, absolutely. For, for me, it would be Lamar Jackson above Josh Allen. And I know Josh Allen has done some good things, um, but I think Lamar Jackson, the le- when you consider the level of competition that he's faced, and you know their record, I. Th- for me, I, I give a little knock against Josh Allen because who did he lose to in the beginning of the season? I think it was the Pittsburgh Steelers, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He loses to the Steelers, bro. This year, Steelers, bro. like, like really? It, it, you know what I mean? And, and, and you're MVP with six games. No, got, I, I well, look, you lost to the Steelers while the defense was fully healthy. That was the first game. And that was the last game. Mm. They fully healthy. So... Hey, and, and, and like I said, it's it just just a little nitpicking on Josh Allen. And mm-hmm. For me, Lamar Jackson's wins this year have been more impressive. But you like, you didn't have a 6'8 Calais Campbell come in and block a field goal. They would have <laughs> lost to the Colts, Baltimore. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, yo, but look at this. Let me tell you this. Look at the point differential with Buffalo. How many points they're putting up and how many points they're allowing. Mm. Okay. Since they lost to Pittsburgh. Yeah, he they blew everybody a, he out. Everybody, even the Chiefs. Truth be told, I think the Buffalo Bills defense is better than Baltimore's defense, so that doesn't surprise me at all. You're just going yeah. strictly off the quarterback play. Yeah, just, yeah, just off the quarterback play. Josh is a go. Yeah. Well, we got to beat. He got to beat Justin Herbert this week, though. He will. Mm. Justin Herbert's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> He's impressive. Did this early on, like, I would have to say, going back, showing my age, like, kind of like Marais with, like, a young Dan Marino. Like, just instantaneously. Oh, that's my man. Like, I just came I, in the I, league, and then I, I don't see the, what's the big deal. I just hope like he doesn't end up like Marino. Well, he's throwing up a 1.52 today versus Baltimore, fantasy-wise. Yeah. That's what I'm checking. So it's, it's not helping me out none yeah. right now. And yeah, it may, it may be some of his, I saw him against Derek Carr, who I have. Derek Carr's my fantasy quarterback. Come on, boy, my backup quarterback now. And um, Herb, Yeah, Herbert's impressive. Herbert's impressive. Okay. All right. Um, PB, thanks for giving us a call and, and hitting us up, talking some NFL with us. Appreciate you coming in. Definitely see you. Don't down. be a stranger. Yeah, Make sure you, see you call. Definitely see you down the line, brother. Definitely see you. You know, talk to you down Absolutely. the line. Absolutely. And don't be Absolutely. a don't be a stranger, man. <laughs> I will. All right. All right. Peace. 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 Shout out hey, to PB. Yeah. Shout outs to PB. Hey, if you guys want to call in to the show, hit us up on social media. Hit us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or email us at we need the fifth at gmail.com. We want to include your guys into the show. Y'all are our fifths, our audience, and this is part of the discussion that we want you to be a part of. Hit us up. NBA Kyrie Irving. Two more days. Two more days. NBA season starts in two days. 41 game season. Happy to hear. <laughs> Kyrie Irving, at this point, it doesn't look like he's going to be starting the season with the Brooklyn Nets. Considering that the Nets have taken a a stance that they will not be playing Mr. Irving until he's fully able to play with the team full time. And Kyrie has kind of clarified his his stance as far as what, what he's making a stand for. Where do we see this going? What are the next steps for the for the Nets? Especially when you have Harden coming in on um this year, he'll be a free agent after the year is up. Kevin Durant is on the last two years of his four year extension with them. Do they even offer Kyrie an extension? I don't see how you do it. You know what I mean? Because you basically offer him extension for what? He's not playing. You know what I'm saying? Like this situation has to be cleared up, one way or other. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know, we, we we could differ. Say, oh, you should give this person this amount of money, extend to this person. But I think we're all agree if the guy's not going to play. And I'm a you know I'm a Kyrie. All the people know, listen to the show. I'm a Kyrie fan. I think he's one of the most skilled players ever. Mm-hmm. 
But if he's not going to play basketball, why am I going to pay him to play basketball? And it, it the situation is compounded because at this point, the Nets aren't receiving any offers to for a trade. For <laughs> well, why would they? <laughs> I'm trading you my player for your player for what? Like, you know, and not, not directly to you. I'm just saying, no, no, in general, just, like... It's the biggest so, enigma. I mean, this is the most... I'm going to leave overrated out of this, but this is the most conundrum big three I've ever seen. Like, you, it's a no-brainer to offer Maxis to all three of these guys. Mm-hmm. As an owner, business owner, how can you offer it to any of these guys? I, I mean, I, you're going to say, okay, KD is the less threat, but Harden doesn't play. Right. Kyrie doesn't play. And 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 KD is one slip away from career ending. Yeah, and I just feel like Kyrie's like another level, like Durant and Harden, because they're injury prone. Yeah, we know what they are when they're on the court. You know, Kyrie had the greatest scores. Kyrie had an injury prone too, and but yeah, and (laughs) like that's when you're just like, I I know there's some. um, Let's just say some GMs are better than others. Mm. Let's just say that. But even the worst GM has to say, you know what? Maybe this is not such a good idea to offer Kyrie a good long-term contract or resign him because I don't know if he's going to be available to play basketball. Now, do we look at Kevin Durant differently? If Kyrie, if it turns out that Kyrie says, you know what? I'm going to take this stance. I'm going to be the voice for the voiceless. I'm not going to play this year. Do we look at Kevin Durant differently because, hey, he was kind of the linchpin of bringing this all together in Brooklyn. Yeah, Kyrie convinced him to go with Brooklyn, but Kevin Durant was the focal point. It, it wouldn't have had, like, the Nets don't sign Kyrie without But there's no way he could have foreseen. He couldn't see this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That, that, personally, I couldn't. I wouldn't blame him. You know okay. what I mean? Like, you know, obviously he wanted to play with Kyrie. He wanted to compete for a championship. You know, Kyrie has shown he could be the second best player on the championship team, right? So, yeah, I don't. I think Durant, if Durant helped Brooklyn, I, I asked <laughs> like, the question bro. because I know when I think about it, I think about hey, what you gave up, you you. You are already playing with an established point guard and two guard, arguably the best back, um, shooting backcourt in NBA history. And you gave that up to go chase a chip with Kyrie. Mm-hmm. You're quote unquote man. Like it's a judgment of do you know who your man is? Like, yeah, you like, speak to Kyrie. Did you see this coming? No, he didn't see That's what I'm saying. He, did, but, he didn't say, I don't know, he didn't see this pandemic coming. But so. the but from a basketball standpoint, I, it's like going to play with your, oh, I get a chance to play with Mo and P. Yo, I, I'm out. I got this great basketball position that I am now with Golden State, but I get to play with my friends. Right. Well, barring the pandemic, okay, that, that answers some of the questions for the whole league. Right. But flat earth and all this stuff going off the rail shoot. I mean, I didn't know y'all would do that. And, and, and like you didn't look at what he did in Boston, look at what he did without LeBron and even how he treated LeBron or talked about LeBron after. I don't think he cares nothing about none of that. Okay. Like I just think he's like, Kyrie's nice. I could ball with him. When he plays. Right. When he plays. Right. Because he's he is nice. I mean, it's not the way around. And as far as like um, leaving Golden State. He, you know, he hears things, right? He hears mm. that, you know, that he has to the NBA has two championships. To some people, they have he has one point three. You know what I mean? Like he's not he hasn't gotten full credit. He, to some people, he'll never will mm-hmm. get full credit for those two championships. So mm. I think in his, in his thinking, going this out of his head, you know, I don't know exactly, but mm. he's thinking, okay, I'm gonna go somewhere else and show you that I could win a championship. Although with Kyrie and Harden, it's kind of the same yeah, thing. Yeah. And 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 that's what I was about to say. Like Barn deciding to do it, like Giannis did it, where hey, you go to a a team that's not in a big market like Milwaukee, and you say, hey, build a team around me, 
with whatever money you guys have, I still expect to be a max player. Right. And now we're going to win a championship. Basically, if he had went back to OKC. Or just stayed. Or just stayed. Stay. Stay. No, no. What you described was, was the first X amount of years of his career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He won it out. He just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But yeah, if he if he wanted to do what Giannis just did, mm-hmm. he, it was it. He was in a small market team. He actually had, in my opinion, more talent than Giannis has mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Milwaukee. He couldn't get it done, or they couldn't get it done. Whoever, however you want to say it, he left. So at this point, I don't, you know, that 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 ship sailed. Four years, no chips. What is this, Brooklyn? A failure. Yeah. A failure. And especially if the end results ends with you losing one of the three or two of the three. Yeah. And at this point, you have a, a high chance of losing at least two of the three. And when I say failure, I mean like historically. Like I look hmm. at, um, I think it's probably the early 70s or maybe the late 60s. Like when I see Jerry West, Elgin Bell, and mm, Will Chamberlain mm-hmm. played on the same team and didn't win, like, this is that to me. Mm-hmm. Like, 20 years from now, a kid who, you know, wasn't able, they either wasn't born or wasn't able to discern basketball right now, they're going to look, wait a minute, Durant, Harden, and Kyrie were on the same team and they didn't win? How? Yeah. Three of the top 20 best players, possibly. Yeah. The argument. And, and, and I would even argue that if Harden had a, was able to get a chip, you would argue to say, hey, you got three of the top 10 players mm-hmm. of all time. You know what I mean? Or at least of this era of the NBA. Mm. So it kind of, it could, it, this whole fiasco with Kyrie could end up messing up Harden's trajectory as far as being able to, you know, finally lock down a championship of his own and cementing his place in history. I think. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. The numbers say that. But I think without a, a championship, especially the way he's chosen to get his numbers, because he's been such a ball-dominant point guard, I think people won't give him all the credit he's due without a championship. I know I know, we got a caller coming up, but uh, mark my words, Kyrie stays hard and leaves. think so. Yeah. Okay. Where would you put Harden then? Philadelphia? I put him in Philly or New York. I think New York market, for money wise, I think they'll give him a boatload. Wow. But as for me, that that's the way I'm leading. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 for me. It's just wait and see. I don't know how, this Kyrie situation. It's just everything's up in the air. It's like a domino effect. We'll see. And for all those wondering, Philadelphia doesn't want Kyrie even to get rid of yeah, Ben Simmons. What? Oh, yeah. not now. Yeah. Hey guys, don't forget to join the discussion. Hit us up on social media: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Don't forget to email us at we need a fifth at gmail.com. Guys, hit us up on our email so that we can get back to you guys about calling into the show and having you be a part of this show. Fellas, we got another voice versus battle, a classic hip hop versus battle. Big Daddy Kane versus KRS One. I, I believe it's happening tonight, right, Hill? October 17th, tonight on Thriller. <laughs> Gotta know, be something better else to do, right? He is there. Gotta be something better else to do, correct? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Real hip-hop stand-up, man. I'm really upset that I, I let this date creep up on me. I, I had a prior, I'm not gonna yeah, go too deep, but I had a prior engagement tonight. I gotta sneak out and hey, I, I, gotta, I gotta watch this. You gotta make it happen. Um, You know, Growing up, Big Daddy Kane was one of, well, we're talking 88. He was my favorite. Okay. okay. That's, you know, if, if you could look back, you go, you, know, you go, uh, you know, I'm not just capping. Go on Instagram, see our top five. He's in my top five of all time. Hey, I can dig it. It's documented. <laughs> yeah, I'm there. Uh, I'm just mad that I didn't get a chance to um, 
go to the barber shop and get my um, three cuts in my eyebrows. Hey. You know what I mean? Let you know what side I'm on. But, you know, Kararat's one of the all-time greats. One of my favorites also. But got to pick a side. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> the bridge is over. The bridge is over. Blah, <laughs> Yeah, I still get chills. Still get chills when they play the bridges. Yo, my man KRS One. I'm sorry, he's Shout gonna come in and smash this down. He has the catalog, the stage present, and that's what makes this versus really exciting for me because I I feel like they both have catalogs mm -hmm. of great songs. They both have excellent stage shows. Yeah, I I feel what we saw uh, the lots do in that Dipset battle. That is, to me, in essence, that, that's KRS. That's yeah. master of ceremony, controlling the crowd, giving you a show. Mm -hmm. I feel like Jada Kiss, who is a student of the game, you cannot tell me he didn't say, yeah, I took a page out of KRS One's book. Yeah, and I think Big Daddy Kane has that in him too. Yes, and, indeed. And the only difference between Big Daddy Kane and KRS One's stage presence, as far as I'm concerned, is like, Big Daddy Kane to actually dance with, with you know, with the audience yeah. and get into a dance. In his fifties, let's be careful now. <laughs> hey, listen, he hey. still got it. Will this last over an hour? Oh, um, he'll watch your track mouth, wise. Yo. Yes, watch your mouth, yo. Watch um, your mouth. Have some respect, man. I mean, Kane, <laughs> we are talking about Karis One. Bring out scoop and scrap too, man. Hey. Please. Please, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, I want it all. I want the whole show. Scrap love. Big Daddy Kane, Karis, yeah. what? If you asking if it's gonna last an hour, I'm asking if if they gonna be able to uh, leave the building at the end uh, of the night. I'm, I'm, You're yeah. gonna need D Nice, I'm sure to to show up though, right? No. no. What? 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 No. Um, <laughs> I, I, no, I think this is gonna be great. I, I think Kane, if it's not too late, definitely you have to pull out G Rap. Master A's Craig G. You gotta do this. You gotta pull up the, the symphony, juice screw? The symphony. But <laughs> juice screw? Oh. But, can't wait. KRS. But, but he has a the retaliation bridge. Song. So it's it's weird. But, um, I, I I I will be fully entertained from this battle. Man. This is it. I, honestly, not to damp put a damper on it. I I I probably would want Kane and Rakim. Because growing up, I felt those were the two, like, okay. those were the arguments. Who's the two best, whatever. Although, Karras is right there. But um, Karras and Kane, yeah, I'm, I'm there for this. Yeah, Some way, somehow. I, yeah, I think this is New York hip-hop at its best. Yeah. Hey, stand up. If you're not in the building or you're not watching wherever you, you stream your um, YouTube or whatever. Yeah. You missing out on real hip hop. Yeah, right I know now. people like to throw out the golden era for different eras and whatever. Whatever is eighty eight. This is KRS, Big Daddy Kane, Rakim, G Rap. This is golden era hip hop. Yeah. This is uh fifty six versus fifty three years of age. So for those who are into <laughs> drill culture, for those who are into new oh. age music and hip hop. Wow. I am of the 70s, 80s, born era. You might relate to this. I totally get it. But those in the 90s and the 2000s, you might want to see what's going on on NFL football tonight. Wow. You actually might want to watch this and do your homework. Yeah. And understand the history of this this art form that you're in. Geriatrics at Please don't let, let, yeah. let Hill sway you into being disrespectful because right. he's being real disrespectful. If you want right to see 56-year-old men in canes, if, if you no see pun intended. How not to become a one-hit wonder. Hey. How... uh. Just, just longevity. How, how to be a, a true master of ceremonies. To have an actual impact. Because if, if you want to be, I mean, people to even care about anything 30 years from now, you might want to look at these guys. Yeah. Because they're still relevant. <laughs> you might, you might want to look still at Still relevant, guys. hell. They're still relevant right now. Because there, there are people from five, 10 years ago. Well, if you tell me they're going live on Instagram, no one's going to care. Absolutely. And for that younger generation who I totally support, Google <laughs> these guys, follow up on them. But when you Google them, Google them. 
Do not Google net worth. Just Google them. Uh, yes, Google them. It was a different time. That is, that is, that different is time. That is something we can agree on. The, the, the advances, the show money, the endorsements. Yeah. It was different. Totally different. <laughs> it was different. That's, totally different. I'm not going to sit here and tell you lies. <laughs> let's YouTube them in that case. You know, this, let's not Google them. To, to use a, you know, the basketball reference, you know. You know, did they make more Bill than Russell Yachty? and Joel Embiid I don't know. had a different contract, bro. <laughs> but you have to show respect for Bill Russell for paving the way for the Joel Embiid's. But yes. yeah, the contracts were definitely different. You were correct. <laughs> you were correct. I don't know. If, yeah, I don't, there, there were there was no one was looking at the Forbes list at this time. Is Little Yachty better than Kane? I would say no. Absolutely not. However, <laughs> it's a whole different conversation. A whole different conversation. Pay scale, fellas. What's on the radar? Uh, what? <laughs> Kane, KRS One. Yeah, I joke. Um, I'll be there tonight. I joke, but I will be tonight. That's that's actually on the media radar. Shout out my man Ham. I might be coming through. You don't. Even have, I don't even need a cut. I just need the three cuts in my eyebrows, and I'm good to go. That's. <laughs> All I, you know what time I'm on. So, yeah. KRS, Big Daddy King, I'm there. Bill, what's on your radar? Uh, I agree. I agree. And and thirsting for Tuesday. Well, what's on my radar? KRS 1 1 versus Big Daddy King plus WNBA Finals game four tonight. Shy Town. Matter of fact, this afternoon, three o'clock. I'm there. WNBA, they're balling. Candace Parker, KFC, Vandersloot. I'm there. Shy Town, <laughs> stand up. I saw you, Chance the Rapper, in the in the, in the audience. <laughs> saw you, Jesse Jackson, in the audience. So no Shy Town. So no celebs were there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So no disrespect, celebs man. The disrespect, yo. And uh, I'm just so happy next time we record, the NBA season will have started. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, what I'm man. looking forward to in this, this top 75. So hopefully the sky will be putting them and all of us out of our misery. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking forward to the NBA season. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Emails, bring them in. Yeah. Hey. And, and please don't forget to email us. Hit us up, especially if you want to be a part of the show. Definite way to get on the show is to email us. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Fellas, it's been a real one. You. Peace, PB. Good looking out, bro. Thanks a lot, PB. And birthday shout outs. Last minute birthday shout outs. Birthday shout out to my mom. Happy birthday. Happy belated. Most and birthday shout out to my man, Hill. Having a birthday tomorrow. Yep, shout out to old October man. Turning 30. Old man in the building. Turning 30. He's old. He is old. He's 30 times two. I wish you young bucks. <laughs> All right. To all the leavers out there, happy birthday. Peace. All right. Later. Hey, we know you could be anywhere listening to anyone. And we want to thank you for choosing to be with us. You made it this far. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and hit that notification bell so you can stay in the discussion when new shows hit. Okay. To all our fifths, our audience, stay safe, stay ready, and God bless. We out.